Welcome back to the Tim and a Break podcast. Yeah, season five, episode five. It's been, it's been a while. Been a while coming back yeah, the from big break. break yeah. yeah, yeah, we got a packed show here today. Action packed. Yes. Yeah, coming back. We got pulses puns. We know you guys are missing pulses puns. So, yeah, coming back with he's, that. He's coming at you with some fresh new jokes. And then after that, we got this week at Jesuit. Yeah, we got a packed week here at Jesuit. A lot of stuff going on. Mm-hmm. With a spri- surprise little interview coming up. Right. And then we got Mr. Genevieve as our main event. And uh, yeah, that's going to be a fun interview. Can't wait to get into that. I'm sure you guys will enjoy that. And then... Yeah, we have top three where we, we try to stick to the Mardi Gras theme that's kind of recurring through the whole episode. And we give our top three Mardi Gras traditions. Yeah, I'm excited to get into that. And uh, yeah, let's just get into Pulse's puns. Let's do it. Let's do it. I see you're over there uh, dancing to your own theme music. I'll tell you what, boys, you, you made that, that theme music popping. Yeah. This, this, this is your new theme music. So <laughs> you, you, you rocking with it? I love it. I All love right. It. We vibing. Yeah, we thought it just it just screamed out Father Pulse. Right. I love it. You know, <laughs> priest, holiness, unfunniness, all the things that encompass Father Pulse. And all uh, in that one song. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought. Hey, God's got good vibes. What can I say? Yeah. So, yeah, it's been a been a while, so let's get into Pulse's puns. We're excited to laugh, and maybe mm. Jeremy will finally chuckle. That's right. Our goal, we'll listeners, is to get Jeremy to, to laugh at these great puns that are just popping. <laughs> so yeah, we'll, pop them out. Without further ado, we'll hit you with a few. Um, so I love telling dad jokes. Sometimes he laughs. Bah. <clears throat> All right, great. Next. <laughs> Next. <laughs> Um, you know the problem with stairs? They're always up to something. Yeah, um, I guess so. Up to Makes Cause, sense. Because, like, they go up. Yeah. Exactly. But, like, Boom. stairs could also go down if you go, you know, it depends how you look at it. All about perspective. All right. All right. I like that. Um, hmm. Do you know, um, <clears throat> you know what concert would only cost 45 cents? A 50 cent play with Nickelback. <laughs> yeah. Play with Nickelback. Okay, that's a that's a good one. That's a I good mean, one. I remember yeah. when yeah, someone told me that joke in third grade. Yeah. 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 Did you laugh then or did you not laugh like now? Well, I mean, I don't understand the bands back then. <laughs> now I understand it. I mean, like anyone next one. Yeah. Um I know why Jeremy doesn't laugh at my puns cuz he's an ice rink. Oh. <laughs> oh, I got him. I got him. <laughs> no, okay. Jeremy, he, that was a good one. Right. That was, can that was get, a good can one. We get, can we get some outro music to end on that one? See you next month, boys. All right, thank you. Pulse, Pulse. Puns signing off. Pulse of Puns. All right, welcome to this week at Jesuit. Yeah, let's go. You know, coming back from break, Jeremy, how's it been? I mean, it's been it's been too long. It's been I don't know a couple couple weeks since the last pod came out. Yeah, we had to ease ourselves back in, but right now we're 
want to bring now back we're quality. In now we're in it. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it was a good two week break. And uh, how, how how's school starting up for you? Good. I think I think good start. You know, got two new semester classes. So I think I think everything went back smoothly. And uh, yeah, I think yeah, nothing really changed from my schedule how it used to be. I think just it's pretty smooth going back into it. You've you've had a lot of tests so far. I had a couple tests actually. Yeah, Friday this past Friday was a, a lot of assignments for me. A lot mm. of quizzes. That's too much, I think. But uh, you know, it's Jesuit High School. Yes. Jeremy is gonna give us a little breakdown of Mardi Gras. Oh right, uh, Mardi Gras is coming up. So good carnival festival season. So I just want to take some time to talk about you know what what's what it's all about. Yeah, let's go. You know, Mardi Gras is uh. An old, old, old holiday dating back all the way to them. Those, those Celtics, huh? Talk Ooh. about weirdos. Oh, okay, okay, Jeremy, going all the way back. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, it all stems back as a lot of our modern holidays stems back to ancient pagan traditions, right? But the Mardi Gras that we've really incorporated into our city, you know, when people say Mardi Gras, they think New Orleans. Yeah, right. It's I don't think of Alabama. I do not think of Alabama. No, it's all because to do with Christ. Mm-hmm. Oh. Lord and his passion and what happened uh, is that he started his his 40-day fast when he was out in the desert so Ash Wednesday starts that fast for us modern Christians and no one no one New Orleans no one everyone really um, temperance isn't really a, a good virtue to describe <laughs> New Orleans so people would just, they want to get all their temptations out of the way right so they did they, they came up with Fat Tuesday, right? Fat Tuesday. <laughs> you know why they call it Fat Tuesday, right? Uh-huh. Tell me, Jeremy. Because people get fat on Tuesday, yep. right? The day before Ash Wednesday. <laughs> they they devour everything they can and really became a day of like cel- celebration, right? Going into the fast. And so um, and somebody took that day of Fat Tuesday and started going with the holidays. And along comes the parade floats, the different crews. And it's really kind of evolved into like... It's own really like separate sect from, I guess, Christianity. Yeah, people may be surprised to hear that it's actually originated from Christianity. You know, yeah, that roots, its origins. That, yeah, people that are not from here. But yeah, I think Jeremy gave us a great breakdown and in going into the Mardi Gras season. And uh, have you already started eating some king cakes? Two. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll oh be, yeah. I've eaten quite a the, bit. The first day I saw it in stores, I was I was already devouring it in the store. Really? <laughs> yeah. I had to, those security guards running towards me because they knew I, that was like the third year I've done this. Oh yeah, really? I walk oh, okay, into so Rouse's, so I like black out. And they knew I'm covered in the king yeah. cake icing. I'm sure next time I'm just gonna have guards all around them. Right. Yeah. They're gonna have to call like a a police escort. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've eaten quite a bit, but uh, we'll get we'll get to that. You know, our Mardi Gras traditions later on in the right. episode. So uh, how how are you doing this Mardi Gras season? You got any got any big plans for the Mardi Gras holidays? I think just hanging out with friends and family, and uh, you know, eating some king cake, eating some mm. just food, you know. Of course, I I am pretty fit, Jeremy. <laughs> I I don't know what you were trying. Well, to I wasn't imply I wasn't implying anything. Okay, Jeremy. I was just all right, mm, Jeremy. Snod, king cake, food. Oh, you know, you you'll you'll see when we come to the Mardi Gras traditions. What what I think of these certain topics, and I, what are you gonna be doing to, for Mardi Gras? Well, I'm, I'm going out, man. Okay. I, I can't wait to hit the parade routes. Okay, you know, catch some beads. Yeah, get some some cool glasses, some other knickknacks that I'm just gonna throw away the day after. Yeah, you should bring some in uh, in here. 
Yeah, you make know, it a bit festive. It. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, I'm just, just go out and have fun. Yeah, that's. I think everyone should be doing that. Week long break ain't ain't nothing wrong with that. Oh, no. I'll I'll take that happily. And also, we got that two day break coming up with the teacher retreat. Oh yeah, teacher retreat. Yeah, so yeah, time for our, our teachers out there to be reflective. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, reflect upon giving us a an extra break. So we're eating good as uh, Jesuit students with all these breaks. <laughs> <laughs> Eating good is what it, yeah, that's that's how I'd put it. And then uh, let's get into the winter sports. Oh, yes. Oh, let me tell you about basketball. Yeah, huh? basketball has been hot this year. We've been doing great. We're number four right now, and uh, we're doing pretty good. And we just came off of a tournament, and uh, I think they won that one in Natchitoches. So I'm really proud of them. I'm pumped, and, yeah. yeah. I'm pumped, yeah. I'm it's excited. about time Jesuit had a good basketball season. Like, we always are like kind of like in the middle of the road and i'm just happy this year i was actually kind of surprised i knew we had some good players but they've really like came they've exceeded out. all yeah. expectations yeah and um most i think like maybe one was returning from varsity one or two i don't know but uh it's definitely a, a, a new yeah. team a new team yeah you got a lot of younger players right playing, especially in the junior class also yeah also in the the jv team they're also doing really they're good doing too. very good yeah I even saw, I think that was the pre-freshman team. I don't know. They're like 20 and 1. Uh, so, yeah, just all around. All around basketball is hot right now at Jesuit. Yeah, I'm, I want to I want to start a new Jesuit basketball dynasty. <laughs> yeah. This is where it starts right now. Varsity's doing well with the 20 and 5 record. So, let's we'll just keep it going. And uh, hopefully we can have a big celebration at the end of the season. Also wrestling, huh? Oh, re- wrestling just won the district championship. Congratulations. To all of them and the to coaches, the people in the wrestling squad, yes. yeah, man, that's that's big dedication, and it's paying off. Coming off of just winning state last year, and I heard they haven't won district in ten years, over ten years. Yeah, which is insane. So that is crazy. It's it's so. a it's a good, you know, it's a good draw. Yes, and, and finally, uh, we finally get that title that we deserve. So let's let's go out there and participate in state. Yeah, let's bring it. We got to bring, bring it back. state back again, back yeah. to back. And yeah, that's pretty huge because you know they're not slacking off. They're getting even better this year. So, True. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, you know, they're right now in the rooms practicing. Oh, they're hungry, man. They're hungry. Yeah. They're ready for. They're ready, ready to for do sport. it. Yeah. Can't wait for that. And uh, good luck to them. And uh, all the sports: basketball, ball, uh, basketball, wrestling. Yeah. And then also we got intramural basketball start starting up. Oh soon. yeah. You ready, Jeremy? Oh, I'm ready. I already started practicing. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm getting trying to get my shot form. Uh, yeah, me and uh, me and Jeremy have been practicing our alley oops, right? And stuff. Yeah, we're gonna right. be crazy on the me court. Me dribbling up the court, throwing up to Snod for a dunk. Right, that's how it's gonna go. You're gonna be seeing that more than like three times a game. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's our play. So yeah, well, so we kind of just gave it away. Oh man, all right, it's all right. They won't be able to stop it anyway. That's true. <laughs> sure, we're thinking. But uh, yeah, I encourage all of you guys to to join intramurals whenever you can. It's going to be a lot different this year because I remember yeah. all the past years, it was literally just a, a tournament where you know, each grade had their own separate tournament. And if you lost two times, you were out. Yeah. But this time, we're having a uh, an actual regular season. Yeah, I'm excited for that. I, I like that you're able to play. I'm get, excited get used to, to play team. everyone, yeah. Yeah, get, you play everyone, get used to your team, how you, the style you guys play. And by the time the playoffs come, you guys are hopefully a complete team and know Right, you know what you're doing. Yeah. You know your plays. Right. I'm also really excited for the March Madness bracket that they're gonna. I do. heard about that. I heard that everyone they're combining every grade together. All the teams. Yeah. And the 
the best one comes out to be the victor. I hope I hope uh, none of the you know seniors lose to any of the pre freshmen. That would be very. It'd be a, a bit embarrassing, but I mean, yeah, oh. never say never. You know, that's no. why we. Play we don't want to jinx it. Yeah, that's why we play the games. For uh, those listening, I just knocked on wood. <laughs> but yeah, I uh, hope everyone joined. And I uh, heard they're doing cabbage ball too, French murals. Cabbage ball, yeah. Me and Jeremy are thinking about joining that one too. So yeah, just always be open to joining these types of clubs. I remember they uh, back in our eighth grade year they had intramural dodgeball. I did. I do remember was, that. Yeah. Did you, did you participate in that? Well, we couldn't since we were in eighth grade. It was. Uh, oh, ninth, it was only ninth for ninth. And above. Right. Right. So I mean, I I said we bring that back. They should bring that back. That'd be really I, fun. Man, that would be crazy. You know, do you imagine like the games coming down to the wire? Oh yeah, yeah, and the comebacks. You might have a little bit of beef with the other team. Yeah, man, ba- dodgeball back in the day. Oh, I used to get heated. I used to get heated. There's a reason why there's no uh, more dodgeball. Uh, <laughs> we murals. need to bring that back. We there's a trend going on in this podcast. We we are trying to we're trying to revitalize encourage. certain traditions. <laughs> but yeah, just join intramurals and uh, yeah, have fun, guys. And then uh, let's talk about the Blue Jay. Oh yeah, yeah, new. New uh, new little website that uh Mr. Peter Flores has uh created for Jesuit, and that's where you can uh easily go and see articles, uh, articles news about, about the Blue Jay yeah. uh, newspaper. Yeah, uh, news going around around the school, and uh, also the podcast is also on there. So if you need a, another way to access it, go through the uh, Blue Jay. And on the podcast, yeah, you can you can put different little comments. Yeah, that's a big thing. Now you guys can uh, com- ask. Uh, we want to if we have a debate. Yeah. You know, on the episode, you can you write us down. What you think about it in the comments? Yeah, and also Whose side you really. Uh, we're hoping we could add some polls on there so you guys could participate and uh, let us know any if you guys have any complaints with us or anything you would you would like us to add. Also, any feedback? Yeah, yeah just oh, we'd love to hear it. We that's a great feature. Make sure to go to www.thebluejay.news. Yeah, it's going to be fun. And uh, now we're going to get into our new little segment within the te- uh, This Week at Jesuit, Student Spotlight with Cameron Martin. All right, Cameron, welcome uh, to the pod. Huh? Yeah. This episode, Student Spotlight. Finally got to make it on. I've been hearing so many good things about this podcast. And now I'm here. It's great. It's great. And uh, the reason we have you on today is because I believe in February we are celebrating Rotolan Martin's 90th anniversary. So why don't you uh, go over that? Tell we, us what is Rotolan Martin's. We are. Rotolan Martin is a family-owned grocery store on on the West Bank. And my family's been having it for 90 years. We're going to be turning 90 years this next month on February 1st. And... Uh, I'm going to go into a little bit of history on the store. We were just about to ask you. Yeah, yeah. tell us. Go ahead. Kind of where did it come from? Well, my great-great-grandfather, Philip Rotolo, opened the store in 1935. So he – I even brought some pictures for you all to see. I know our, <laughs> our, our, our viewers can't see them, but at least you all get an idea. This one here, it used to be a Looks dance. like a gas station. Yeah, it was a gas station. And it was a – and in the back, that building in the back was a dance hall. Oh, wow. Gas station and ga- dance hall. It was wow. a dance hall and a gas station in the front. So you could boogie down while they were filling up your car. <laughs> <laughs> Is Mr. Rotolo in here? No, you know, I don't know who's in that picture. And we don't quite know what year this opened, 
but we do know the grocery store opened in 1934. So they ended up closing in these walls, and they made a second story, and they built a house on top. Wow. And my uh, grandpa and his brothers and sisters and his uh, mom and dad, they used to live upstairs on top of the grocery store. And um, that was after they they made it into a grocery store and they had a house on top and stuff. But um, the dance hall was called Baby's Hall. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> kind of, unique. Yeah. Unique. Kind of, kind of a weird name. Yeah. That's pretty cool. They were living on top of the grocery store. So it's just like, yeah. Yeah. You know, you just, how, how would you feel? Like, you wake up one morning, you just walk downstairs and you're at your job. Yeah, right. That's Crazy. true. Breakfast. You, like, yeah, you just, just, it's all right. Yeah. You, you feeling a little bit hungry? Just go downstairs and get some. You don't get have to worry about running into traffic in the morning. You just, huh? no, the bad thing about that, there's no reason to be late for work. Right. It's true. Right. Yeah. yeah, if you're not feeling work that day, it's over. Yeah. Many sick days, huh? I don't know. Like that. Yeah. It's kind of kind of tough. <laughs> Might not get a sick day. But uh, some fun facts that my uh, grandparents filled me in on is that during World War II, when it was going on, my great great grandfather went to uh, went to war, and uh, they had a map in the store that people would come to the store to look at the map, and it would tell them where their loved ones were located during the wow. war wow yeah how, how'd they know you know i don't know i just, wasn't here back then but uh <laughs> yeah just guesstimated yeah through guesstimated. starts of the board yeah. be like, oh, i guess that's where tim is i think they used to uh send letters back back and yeah, forth so that, maybe you know maybe think of that sorry you know it's just it's a germ- it's jeremy rink yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and uh back in the day during that time telephones were scarce not many people had a phone and Rotola Martin did so a lot of people came to our okay. store yeah. and used the phone you know call the great callers. communicators yeah, yeah yeah so uh while we're talking about World War II my great-great-grandpa was in the war and he was captured by the Germans and uh, wow. he was a prisoner of war <laughs> and we have all his medals and stuff uh showcased in the in the store behind the counter and he's got a purple heart stuff like that wow. thank did you for he- his service yeah. Did, did he like escape or was he freed at the end of the war? Uh, I think they ended up letting him go. Like they found out wow. where where he was located. Yeah. And um, yeah, he was captured by the Germans, prisoner of war. But I'm trying to remember, he was in a prisoner camp. They told me the story many times. Um, the enemy. Uh, the Germans. Yeah, the Germans. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a history. Uh, <laughs> History. No problem. Yeah. No problem. You're not a history you, buff. No, you can ask my history teachers, and they know I'm not. I'm not <laughs> all of that in history. But they like took care of him, and brought him back to health. I think he had a bullet in his leg, and you know it was hard for him to walk. But he ended up coming home. So wow. Well, Saint Ignatius moment. Lucky. Yeah. yeah. Very Making lucky. it back to Rotolo Martins. Yeah. yeah. So um, before it became Rotolo and Martins, it was actually called just Rotolos before the Martins married into the family. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. So, yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, con- connecting the dots. You know? Yeah. Cameron Martin, Rotolo. <laughs> in 1960. <laughs> uh, in 1960, that's when it was called just Rotolos. And uh, my great-great-grandfather was in the store he worked all the way up until the death all the way up until he died so he actually died in the store on like the first Mm. aisle right when you walk into the door he had a massive heart attack actually wow and died in the store and they they were still living uh upstairs mm -hmm, yeah and uh 
I think a lot of people in my family are going to, like, they, in the past, they've always worked just until the day they died. Like, my uh, my great-great-grandma, she, when she was owner, she worked until, I think, the day, like, she worked, and then she went home one day, and she died that day. Wow. So, Hard workers, huh? Yeah. yeah, a lot of people, they, you know, they're dedicated in their work and they yeah this is why we got it's the kind of service you have when you visit yeah. with Tolan Martin yeah, yeah I'm saying this is why we're bringing on Cameron you know look at the history there's just this one little <laughs> mom and pop yeah. job yeah so uh, we used to have not only was it a grocery store we have a meat market for fresh meats produce uh, basically anything you can get in a regular grocery store now we don't sell like clothes or anything like that but just foods you can get it there and back in the day, we used to have a, a, a snack bar. And the snack bar served uh, fresh lunch plates and fried chicken and uh, dessert, like homemade pies and stuff. But we ended up having to close that snack bar down after a mm. while. But uh, Best uh, chicken sausage I've ever had at a Rotolo Martin. Oh, yeah, yeah. You came and got my chicken sausage one time. <laughs> my, uh, my grandpa wasn't too, too uh, happy about me making my chicken sausage. Remember when I told you that story? It was like... Uh, I forgot. Why don't you tell us? He uh, he gave me a rough time. You know, he old dogs trying to teach old dogs new tricks kind of difficult. <laughs> so uh, he's he's been setting his ways. You know, he he likes to keep on going with his traditions. He makes an Italian, country, Cajun, and uh, hot sausage. The Cajun's just like a green onion sausage, got green right. onions in it. And he's been making these four sausages for years, like long time. And he got the recipes from his dad. So these recipes have been in the family for a long time. And uh, I came along, and I'm like, you know, I've been hearing people say, like, oh, chicken sausage, chicken sausage. So I was like, you know, I'm going to try to experiment, come up with my own recipe and make this chicken sausage. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I first told him, he was not <laughs> not happy about it. He was, he was not like, feeling it. Yeah. No, he wasn't. He's like, you know, change. Change wasn't his thing. He's like, I'm not feeling it. So one day I was like, I'm going to get the chicken. I'm going to bring it back to the store, and I'm going to make it. And we're just going to do this Force thing. His hand. Yeah, we're just going to do this thing. So I went and get it, and uh, I came into the store with the chicken. Man, he looked at me, and he was like, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, it's a chicken. I told you I was, I was, I'm going to do this. And he's like, no, there's no way. There's no way. So he kind of kind of got a little mad at me, but I went make it, did my thing, came up with my recipe, concoction, made it up, did it, tried it. Man, it was delicious. It was absolutely delicious. My family was like, man, we got to get this in the <laughs> store. we got to sell it. So ever since then, it's been probably about two years or so since oh, I started making it. Oh, so you guys are still it. doing it. Yeah, yeah. still making man. it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't. Yeah, can, yeah, yeah, Jeremy I said it's agree. Really it is really good. i got to go try it out. Yeah, yeah Jeremy came after we uh, left our Freeze Virginia trip. Oh, and yeah. I, I told, <laughs> filled him in all on it. And, I was like, uh, oh, I, just, I need to try it now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, he came in. He got some. Well. Cameron, man, you, you're already changing up the yeah, already the place, yeah, with the chicken sausage. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he is. Yeah, he's currently teaching old dogs new tricks. Yeah, younger generations <laughs> have to come in and right. kind of mix things Bring up better a little things. bit. Yeah, are you like the youngest uh, person working in there? Yeah, I yeah. am. I'm oh, okay. the fifth generation wow. that will be in the store. Wow. And uh, I am the youngest. I do. I take on a lot of responsibilities, and but I don't mind it. You know, sometimes it's a little difficult with school, but yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. How do you balance the work-life, uh, school-life balance? Sometimes it's a little difficult, but I, I make it work. I, uh, in the mornings, on Mondays and Thursdays, I wake up at 4.30 to 5 o'clock and go to the store, and I drive the forklift and unload the grocery truck 
we get our groceries in on Mondays wow. and Thursdays and unload the groceries. And by 6.30, I got to leave and head to school. And uh, so I do that on Mondays and Thursdays. And then I make the grocery orders for those deliveries after school and two days a week. And then I'll help my grandpa cut meat or whatever. He's the butcher, so he's teaching me how to kind of cut the meat and stuff in the bag and be a, a nice little butcher when I grow up, <laughs> if, I, if I take over, whatever. And uh, so my Aunt Sarah, I'll help her check out gr- customers in the front. So I kind of have a little taste. Of He's a, a jack of all trades. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, man, this is what you need, like, you know, growing up. Yeah. Eventually you'll take over and you'll know how to do everything. And right. then you'll be teaching. Yeah, and during the summer, yeah. I did a little bit of construction work, fixed a little stuff here <laughs> and there, painted the floors. So I kind of, you know, not only do I know how to run the good. place, but yeah. kind of like uh, make, make it, it look, yeah, make yeah. it look nice and stuff. And then uh, I had a thought. I was gonna say something else on that, but uh, oh, speaking of the forklift, I started driving the forklift when I was eight years old. So eight that kind of gives you an idea. It. Of how long. So, like, everybody's kids and grandkids, they kind of grow up in the store. Right. And I was the one that kind of, like, took a lot of interest in it. And I started, my uncle used to drive the forklift, and I'd sit on the side of him and ride around. And I'd use the, I'd use the controls while he would drive. And then I kind of kicked him out of his seat, jumped <laughs> in his seat, and started doing it. And then around 11 or 12, I was like, I think I can do this. So that's when I started doing the deliveries. And... Uh, the delivery drivers that come to the store to bring our groceries from our distributor, our warehouse, they, I started to become the talk of the, like, the warehouse. <laughs> and these guys would come and try to get our route to come bring our groceries just to come see this like 12-year-old that was driving the, the forklift. <laughs> and like they couldn't believe it. You were a legend. Yeah. They'd get there and they'd be like, where's the 12-year-old? I heard there's like a young guy driving the forklift. I want to see him. I, you know? come Whipping around the corner yeah. with the forklift. <laughs> yeah, like, get out of my way. Beep, beep. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they were really amazed by the fact that I could do that, you know? And then uh, let's go back a little bit. Like, Hurricane Katrina. Uh, I got a funny story. I want to tell a funny story about Hurricane Katrina. Not much funny about Hurricane Katrina. But um, my my family, I was just a little baby. And uh, I don't remember much, but my family evacuated for Katrina and uh, they were able to get back in. My grandpa came back with my uncle, who's a contractor, and was able to get back in to come see the store. They were only letting people back in who had businesses or stuff like that. And they were able to come back and check on the store. When they got there, they realized we needed a new roof. The roof had gotten blown off. So my uh, uncle, being a contractor, put his crew on it and got us a new roof well the uh his crew was up on the roof uh with nail guns nailing the roof down so it was like pow 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 and then my uh my grandpa was like rolling food and stuff out the back door like to throw it away because it had gotten damaged and the texas rangers came down in the front of the store on fourth street and saw my grandpa rolling stuff out the back and they heard the pow 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 from the nail guns and they thought it was gunshots so they they yelled at my grandpa, get on the ground. <laughs> they made him get on the ground. They thought he was robbing the store. So they had him, they had him spread out on the ground. And they had to like, he's like, my, my license is in my back pocket. I'm the owner. And he had like, they had to get his card out of his back pocket and check and make sure he was the oh, owner wow. and stuff. So that was pretty funny. They, uh, he, he used to tell me that story all the time. <laughs> but, yeah. There's, I mean, yeah, there was a lot of riots going on. 
I'm sure back then people just oh yeah people, yeah yeah so but that, yeah that's actually pretty funny <laughs> yeah <laughs> when he told me that I'm like that's crazy you know but uh and then Hurricane Ida we had uh we had same issue we don't have a generator so uh whenever we have a hurricane sadly we, we lose power we lose power and we uh we uh kind of we lose everything all of our coal stuff so. We called when we lost power. We called the fire department, the local fire department, and we said, "Look, we're out of power. We knew we were gonna be out of power for a few days." So we said, "How about y'all come by and before everything spoils, we'll donate it to y'all, and y'all could spread it to the community, the, the local wow. fire departments." Yeah. So all the fire, the fire department came by, and they. He's got a picture here of uh, the whole crew yeah, after Hurricane Ida. They loaded up the uh, the fire trucks with all of the frozen pizzas and and everything in the freezer. And they distributed it to the local fire departments and kind of helped out the community. Yeah, that's really nice. Yeah. yeah. And uh, even if you notice in this picture, my grandpa in that pot right there, right before the right before the storm, he had made a pot of chili, homemade chili. <laughs> mm. And he sells his homemade chili in the store, which is fabulous. Really good. I'd recommend trying it. But uh, we he donated his pot of chili also to the fire department. <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah, it's sitting on the fire truck in this uh, in this picture. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, me and uh, me and Jeremy, we're gonna have to like head over there and like yeah, we're get gonna, a full we're review. Get some more food. Yeah, get a full review mm -hmm. and everything. We could do a follow up <laughs> segment where we follow up this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but we got uh, a lot of good homemade sausage and stuff, including my chicken sausage. But uh, we got my grandpa makes homemade chili. He makes these uh, chicken breasts wrapped in artichoke stuffing and pork chops stuffed with artichoke stuffing, which wow. are really good. And I recommend like. My grandma makes a really good uh, uh, spaghetti sauce. And if you put, like, spaghetti mm. sauce on top of the stuffed pork chop, <sighs> making myself hungry right now. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, He's salivating just yeah, streaming, it's, it's just so streaming of it. But, uh, yeah, I'd recommend coming by. I know it's on the West Bank. Don't get me started about the West Bank. I might have to get Coach Hattie back on West the podcast. Bank, yeah, West Bank, Bank, Best Bank. Yeah, I'm I mean, sorry. Not, I mean, don't talk bad about the West Bank. Yeah. No reason for that. Yeah, well, you got Cameron Martin here, right? Advocate for the what? What else? What else could we ask for? We had, we had Coach Hattie. No, Martin came. This turning into like it's the West Bank podcast. It yeah. is, man. It is. It's been infiltrated. <laughs> Don't use the West Bank as an excuse why you can't come visit us. Right? Yeah, I, I, man. If you guys are like passing by the West Bank, or just Evan Marrero. Yeah, just head over there. Check just it out. Stop support, by, yeah. support Cameron and his family. Yeah, support small local, business. Small business, mom and pop business. Yeah. Ninety years. Ninety years. That's that, like how many uh, places do you know? Is, yeah, not not locally. Yeah. No. Yeah. So yeah, me and Jeremy are gonna have to head over there, and uh, try it they're out. On, yeah. yeah, they're on. What is it? Rouse's tails. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Their biggest competitors. Got to compete against the Rouse's, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we did a little bit of research. We're not. Um, we know for sure that we were the oldest running grocery store on the West Bank, but um, other than that, we don't know any more research. Like, like on like. Uh, yeah, Jefferson Parish. Or, yeah, you know, but we do know we're the oldest running grocery store on the West Bank. It's pretty oh, yeah. cool. Congrats yeah. to yeah. you guys. Thank you. Yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah. To, to many more years in the Hopefully future. Hopefully, we have many more years. Oh, many, many. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Thank you for coming on, Cameron. Oh, thank you all for having me. Yeah, yeah. loved it. So yeah, let's continue on with uh, this week at Jesuit. Yeah, I mean that was a great little minor segment. If you uh, have any, you know, different news articles or different things that happen in the community. Make sure to go to, you know, the Blue Jay. Yeah, and just uh, have comment on that. And, uh, yeah, we're hoping this can be a, yeah. 
a new segment that's recurring. Right. Yeah, we so. we want to shine light on the people at Judgment. You know their stories, mm-hmm. what's going on with them and their lives. Cause you don't you don't always hear from it. No, you don't. Yeah. No. We want to be the source that students can communicate to the rest of the school. Right. And uh, beyond that, and uh, career day. Ooh. What do you think of that, Jeremy? Yeah, career day just passed. I mean, it was an awesome experience. Yeah, I really enjoy career day. And I remember like uh, eighth grade, ninth grade, tenth grade. You know, listening to the speakers. Mm-hmm. And uh, who's your favorite speaker on the career day? I think it would be Gregory Ajit. Is that his uh, name? The, yeah, yeah, the, the musician. musician. Yeah, man, that was a going into it. I was thinking, ah, oh, man, this is gonna be boring. I have no interest in playing instruments. Heck of a speech, but huh? man, what a yeah. That was honestly a very good speech, and he did a little musical number at the end. Mm-hmm. And uh, you saw he, he went on tour with Michael Bublé. Yeah, bro. Many times he brought that up, Michael <laughs> Blubler. And, uh, but yeah, overall, that was a really, that was a great speech. It was fun. Woke me up early in the morning. morning and uh, yeah, hope, hope you guys enjoyed the speech, speech from Dan Clancy. Dan Clancy, CEO of Twitch. All right, and that's the end of uh, this week at Jesuits. So I think we'll, we should get into our interview with Mr. Mr. Genevieve. Yeah. All right, now we're getting to our guest of this episode, Mr. Genovese. Hey guys, how's it going? Good. How are you? I'm guest doing star, I'm doing right. Mr. Genovese, please uh, introduce yourself for yes. those who so underclass who may not know you. Well, um, Mr. Genovese, I have served the school as a guidance counselor for ten years, student council moderator for eight years, and sports analysis club moderator for three years. So yeah, you got a good resume going right now. You got a lot, on, you. lot under your belt, huh? Responsible for a lot around here. Yeah. Uh, feelings, funds, and sports take. Uh, feelings, fun, and sports takes. That's your motto. That's yeah. kind of what. Yeah, that's how you live by. Kind of in charge <laughs> around here. Yeah, I guess. Yes, it, it's your first time on the pod. How do you feel? It feels great. Uh, a lot of people would say that it is beneath someone to do as much groveling as I did to <laughs> finally be invited on the podcast, but. I was Jokes on them, I guess. I'm, I mean, yeah, I'm you're here. the here one who's here. Here we are. Yeah, look at it. It's, he's we're, we're on episode to, five. We're happy to have you on. You're only you're the fifth other person who could say you've been on the show with us. That's, that's the greatest season. Yeah, yeah. on the greatest season. Top five. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that's great. And um, yeah, so I've been hearing from your homeroom that you were very excited to get on the podcast, and yeah, we're glad to have Thank you, you on. Yes, but, very uh, very excited. Yeah, we wanted to start off with why did you become a guidance counselor? And what made you want to go down that route? Why did I become a guidance counselor? That is a loaded question. Mm-hmm. Oh, and boy. it didn't really, I mean, if I'm being honest, I didn't really give it much thought until I heard of the job opening. So when I was in graduate school, I, my background was primarily in theology. Theology was my undergrad. Uh, spent a few years working in various places after that. And then I found out about the grad school program at Loyola, which is a master's in counseling and pastoral studies, which is kind of like even more theology, but with some counseling classes. But you can do it. But anyway, when you're in graduate school for in the program that I was in, I, I didn't study any school counseling. Like it wasn't any like training for being a guidance counselor. You're just training to be a therapist and learning the trade of counseling, basically. 
And it wasn't until one of my last days in an internship class, a professor at the time, whose uh, son is actually in your class, Gardner Ibrahim. Uh, oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. So, so Yes. So his mom uh, recommended to a, another student about the Jesuit opening. And wow. like, oh, <laughs> someone said, I think you shouldn't. And I'm just sitting there in the middle. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Uh, job opening in my alma mater. Guidance council. Wow. And then later that day, I was or throughout that day, I was just thinking about it, thinking about it, asking my, my family about it, my, my fiance about it at the time. And everybody's like, yeah, man, that's your job. You should apply for it. Like you know what I think I will. It really south. Yeah. So it was a very, uh, I guess, a reactive. Yeah. Uh, so wow. And decision. Day. I didn't know how you know, and applied for it, got it, and poof, go Jays. Yeah. It's God's providence. Right. Yeah. But that's yeah, that's amazing. Wow. So just one day you were just like. Yes, it's because yeah, I it o- it's because I overheard someone <laughs> oh, wow. else being recommended for the job. It's <laughs> the only reason I'm here. Wow. Yes. So like, it wasn't was it competitive to get the job, or it was just like, you know. Just got the job and walked in, and you had to go yeah. through a like a crucible, you know, like a, a fighting arena to yeah. ward out all the other guidance counselors. I had to go through two in-person interviews. Mm. Um, okay, same thing. First one with uh, <laughs> so at the uh, at the time, Miss Favalora was department head. So she was the first person that I contacted about the job opening, and Miss Favalora was my guidance counselor when I was a so- when I was a sophomore here. She was my class's guidance counselor. It was her first year here at Jesuit. Wow. Oh, wow. And she remembered me when I, when I called. <laughs> so when I, when I called about the job opening, she was like, wow, Justin, like that, that's you? Like you'd want to work here? I'm like, yeah, you know, it sounds great. I would love to work here. <laughs> and so it, uh, it just felt right from, from, from the, the jump. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're glad to have you as our guidance counselor for back-to-back years. And uh, yeah, it's nice. It's a brilliant gu- uh, guidance, one could say. I... Would you say that? One. <laughs> what about you, Jeremy Rink? Would you say that? I like to do so, some fun, interesting things with you guys, and I, I think in, in guidance. Oh yeah, we do some deep dives, and I'm in, o- in I'm always surprised. Upperclassmen guidance, some some cool activities. Yeah. Yes. I'm always surprised when I walk into your room, and just we're doing a new activity. That's right. Yeah. A lot of guidance. <laughs> Very much. Get me on the the right path. Hmm. I agree. <laughs> I, I feel like you're forthright in in all of these. Anyway, so over the summer, uh, I know that you and Coach Hattie and a couple other people went over to Europe on a, a big trip. This is correct. Coach Hattie and I were selected by the powers that be here at Jesuit to represent the school in a European adventure, we shall say. Uh, we traced the footsteps of St. Ignatius um, and while also taking part in a study program of, with Boston College. And it was... Just a fantastic time in our lives. Wow. Yeah, t- tell us some some stories about your saga. Any interesting uh, places that stood up to you, or um, any moments? Gosh, well, you know, you know, one one of the things that we learned was that a um, hotel rooms in 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 Europe bit smaller uh, than 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 any American uh, <laughs> just You know, the uh, how much smaller? But you know, let's just say that Coach Hattie and I, you know, we got to know each other very well. <laughs> okay. Uh, All right. Is that going to make the end of the podcast? It, it, it will. It will. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it was luck. It was lu- lucky for us that we, you know, we knew like we got along with each other very well. And Coach Hattie, Coach Hattie's hilarious. He and I always had good time talking with, with each other, things like that. And so when when we knew that it was it was us that were selected, 
and we went to we, we we made sure that well I had to make sure that I was able to go had to get <laughs> I had to get the permission from the wife yeah mm. Oof. the old ball and chain yes. huh how did that, <laughs> how did that go at first terribly when I proposed when I proposed um, yeah so Jesuit uh, asked me if I would uh, leave you and the kids uh, while I go to Europe which you've never been uh, for two weeks <laughs> and, and and follow in the footsteps you know Spain and Rome and she was just an instant no like two weeks like no way wow. no chance but you know after just you know some some massaging and talking about it and <laughs> And luckily, my uh, actually my mother in law went to bat for me when she mm. was just like, "Oh, look, he has to go." Yeah, he's you know, Father Brown asked, and that's a wow, that's a that's a once in a lifetime opportunity. Yeah, and it, and it was just Coach Hattie and I hopping around Madrid, <laughs> Barcelona, did you, Rome. Did you feel like saying Nacia's spirit right next to you, watch, walking alongside y'all? It's funny saying this, but. I definitely got to know St. Ignatius a lot better in doing in, in, in the trip. So you not only so the trip was a grind. Mm-hmm. Like I and I and it wasn't like you all walked the whole way? <laughs> <laughs> well, we took a plane to Europe, Jeremy. Well, well, yeah, but yeah, um, across the water. <laughs> a, a ton of walking, a ton of traveling. Um especially like so in Spain, we flew into Madrid and then pretty much every day we're in a different spot of uh, in in Spain, heading to, heading to Barcelona, so we, you know, in each spot, encapsulating a time period in Ignatius's life, and it's let. It, so we had some great Jesuit priests who work at BC who were kind of guiding us throughout. We had mass every day, and just and we were reading a book and the author of so it was a biography on Saint Ignatius that we were reading the whole time and doing presentations on. And the author of that book was also on the trip, and one of the Jesuits kind of leading through it. It's pretty cool. It was, yeah. it, it, yes, it was, it was awesome. And just the, the level of, of uh, I've never, well, obviously, I mean, this is a very unique experience and two week deep dive right. into, into someone's life, but to have a, to feel that kind of connection to a saint, which is very, very cool and unique. And obviously like, you know, we all hopefully have a, a connection to St. Ignatius here, just being in a Jesuit school. But this was just, I mean, just literally just like, totally, yeah, like living, someone, living someone's life. Where he was born, where he died, all the steps in between, all, all the ups and downs, and lear- learned a ton. Yeah, so like just basically kind of changed you a little bit, your view on life, or just think, you know, different ways of like, I don't know, how you go about your day. Just Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 it took a lot of things in perspective, especially like my work here and, you know, while at the same time, we, we also were, it wasn't just me and Hattie riding around with these Jesuit priests and learning about, it was it was 30 other, called ourselves pilgrims. Mm-hmm. We, were on, we were on a pilgrimage. Um, and most of them worked at different Jesuit high schools or colleges, um, not just around the country, but also around the world. There were a few people from Ireland as well. And so... So it was all Jesuit people in the yes. experience? Mm-hmm. Okay, wow. Yes. So you all had like something in common going into it? Yes, Absolutely. A lot of them were enrolled in a graduate level program, and this class—it it, was—it was a course, like it was a course. Like we got some—I don't know how it's going to factor into <laughs> got some my professional resume, or, yeah, or what, it, what it actually means. Yeah, but uh, but it was—it was a an actual course that we accomplished. And for a lot of the people that were there, it's one of the 
courses that's needed for them to get their certificate in Ignatian education. I don't remember the technical degree that it provides, but yeah. It's pretty mm -hmm. cool. Wow. So you got to meet some new interesting yeah. people? Yes. Oh, yeah. From all different walks of life. Yep. And all uh, over the world. Yeah, so I'm interested in how the food was during that two weeks, you know, around going around Europe. Well, you probably were asking, if you would have asked Coach Hattie this last time he was on the pod. Yeah. Really? He, he would have. Yeah. I so mean, you, come on. He. Oh, we he know how, yeah, Coach Hattie. He went on for, like, how much? How long about ice cream. That was amazing. That was Jimmy amazing. Like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> By the way, that was, that was one of the first connections we had. Well, you know, we, we oh, met really? each other. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> ice cream. Hey, I'm an ice cream guy. Hey, I'm an ice cream guy too. And but he's, I mean, he's an elite level foodie. Uh, yeah, he goes to things like that. And he he introduced me to my favorite ice cream, by the way. Really? Which, which yes. is uh, he? Because he'll send me these text messages. I know y'all asked me about European food, and, and I actually will get there. But back to Coach Hattie. <laughs> so he'll he'll occasionally just I'll just get a text message, and it's from Coach Hattie, and I'll just say. New blue blue favor dropped. <laughs> like, like, oh, okay. Uh, cool. And you'll tell me about it. And one of the times he did that was um, oatmeal cream pie, bluebell ice cream. Oh, that. And it immediately launched into like my my tier one. Wow. Favorite ice cream. Really? Yes. And I would have never thought of never it. Never would have. Would have tried it. Never to get you know. But but it wasn't for him. Uh, so yes, a lot a lot of you know, a lot of our adventures in Europe surrounded eating mm, and, and finding places and things like that. But and we were just fed very very. Well, Spain, more Mediterranean, you know, kind of, kind of diet, and but all could write a book on just the the level of eating that we did and all the awesome things. I mean, I don't really know. I mean, I don't know if you want a list of things like that. It was like a Gel gelato crazy when yeah. we made it to Rome. I mean, it's just yeah, the food there was awesome, and we tried to eat all of it. <laughs> I'm jealous. I really, I really want to go there just to eat the food. That, like that's just one of the reasons. There, of are, there are the worst yeah. reasons to go places. So I'll tell you. <laughs> really, <that. laughs> But yeah, that, that sounds like a great trip, and yeah, I'm sure people they probably didn't know you guys went on that, but I think I think, I think uh, yeah. hopefully this will hopefully this will yeah. help. How, how often does Jesuit do this? So we were the second pair of faculty members to go on this. Uh, so I don't know if it's going to be an every year thing, mm -hmm. but we were just the we were the second iteration. So they're just Europe, to, Europe, yeah. Europe, Europe, Europe trip 2.0, I guess. Yeah. All right. So successful 2.0. Yes. Trip, yeah. I would say so. And uh, you were talking about how you had to propose to your wife to go to Spain and Europe. Yes. And I heard from... Negotiate, uh, propose. I mean, yeah. Right. And I heard that from you proposed... Yeah, from a source, that you proposed to your wife at a movie theater. <laughs> yes. And, a, and like you rented out that movie theater. And yeah, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. tell us the story there. Yeah, that right. Was, yeah. So yeah, so Shalmet uh, Movies uh, was the, was the theater. Guess where it's located? Shalmet. Shalmet was ain't there no more, as they say. But I worked there. I was I was a manager there all through graduate school, and so I was working Shalmet Movies at the time, and so it was very easy to right. secure an auditorium. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the connections. Yeah. <laughs> so I basically uh, look, you know. Guys may roll their eyes at, at their computer classes here. You know, oh, PowerPoint, when am I going to use that? Well, guess what? I used a PowerPoint presentation to make the fake trailer <laughs> wow. that we put on the screen, which, which, which doubled uh, as my, yes, well, it was the proposal of my wife. And I had invited friends and family to oh, sit wow. there. So. So have y'all seen the clip? Like, have y'all seen it? No, we have not. Oh. You, you have it? 
Yeah, absolutely. Oh man, we got to mm-hmm. check that out. You got to show us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we can we we could share it on the uh, on the what do you call them the podcast links at the bottom or whatever. Yeah, I'll do that kind because, of thing. Because on the new Blue Jay, y'all that y'all that advanced. Yeah, yeah. We have a new Blue Jay website where they're gonna have to post uh, newspaper and yeah. So we could easily if we can add that on. We can link that up. We will. Sweet. Yeah, but uh, so wait, you guys, you just walked her in and then all she sees. Yeah, is so her I pretend. Uh, you know, yeah, I was pretending we went. We what was the movie that you said you were gonna? Oh, uh, <laughs> something random. Tell you. Yeah, uh, something, something. It, 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 I, I picked. Well, we had to cancel. It, it had to have been like a a movie that wasn't really going to be popular anyway. Like it's not like we mm-hmm. so other canceled. Show up. Yeah, so it was probably just like some <laughs> kind of like documentary they were playing, or you know, something that we probably well, that we knew that you know maybe one person would show up and yeah. turn away. And like, well, actually, we canceled it. But if you'd like to see our employees' proposal, you know, feel free and you can go in for free. I don't, you know. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, I, I couldn't tell you the the name of the movie that we kind of see. But I mean, at the time, like. It, a great place to work, especially you know if, we, if you're when you're in something like college or graduate school, a movie theater, like just free movies all the time, all the popcorn you can eat. My loyal professors probably remember nothing about me. You know, I don't know if I lit the world on fire as a student there. I like to think that I you know produced a work, but what they will remember were the trash bags of popcorn that I brought from you know closing <laughs> nights at the, the popcorn connection. Yes, absolutely, and just bring a garbage bag of popcorn. It's like put in, it on the in desk like the black. Garbage bags. They were clear. They were tra- <laughs> translucent uh, trash bags. Yes. Interesting. I wonder how sanitary that is. It's very, you know. You know, there's no trash in it. I guess, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, just, I would feel pretty right. iffy if you uh, yeah. handed me a trash bag of popcorn. So so anyway, so it was a regular occurrence for my wife and I, or, well, she wasn't even my fiance at the time. It would be like, Hey, you know, so you know, this is this is playing. You know, you want to go? Yeah, sure. Like an afterthought, because it's free. You know, and, yeah, and it was right there, right. and we just go all the time. And so it was, it was, you know, very easy. It was a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, uh, wasn't wasn't like she was expecting anything. Yeah. It was, so it was, we did it all the time. You said you, you made the PowerPoint. The PowerPoint was the trailer. Or yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. I think so that I had, a, had a song playing. You know, and it was different. Like it started. It started with the green. You know, the the trailer screen the motion picture association wow, right. blah, blah 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 you know like so it looked like it was a, it was it was official mm-hmm. how long did it take to make oh probably not that long like yeah. i had you know once the idea okay came and and got and got cooking uh got got some of the um friends of my grad at loyola in grad school to help me out with it and came up with the new ideas and yeah it was that's really cool yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. i don't yeah man you took you took it i'm surprised you asked about it, it didn't oh, yeah. show it. i mean like uh uh I assumed that y'all had seen it. No, yeah. yeah. No one has ever we seen it. We got to see that now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Super, super corny. <laughs> but great. I mean, yes. It is a proposal. Yeah. So yeah. You, you'd want to be. I, w- I would definitely say yes. You know. Wow. If, Thank you. That's Thank just, you. I, I think that's very unique. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I would, I'd have to put some thought into it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> After all that work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just. Uh-huh. You know, I was. So you'll see this in the, in the thing, but you know it's effective because. It doesn't look like she gives like a clear yes or a clear no. She just kind of looks stunned, stunned and frozen. Yes, like uh, like she was, was ready it was to very watch. Surprising. She was yeah. ready to watch. <laughs> she's like, like she's like, where's my movie? Yeah, like she was like, where, where, yeah. what's and going then, on? And the lights go on, and everybody <laughs> she knows is there, and just kind of a yes, wild moment. Mm-hmm. Surprise! She, she was that. in shock. For like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great though. Yeah, it's a great story. Happy for you, Mr. Genevieve. Sounds Thank you good. guys. Yeah. So we know you're a part of the student council. How many years have you been uh, going at that for? 
I guess you weren't paying attention to my introduction, Jeremy, but I'm in oh. my eighth year of moderating student council. I'm sorry. Yes. He's, he's always, he's like this. <laughs> the, the attention to detail on the podcast. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> so yeah, how's that been, you know, dealing with the students and I love always it. Evolving? I, I mean, it's a lot of involvement. Yeah. Uh, student council is uh, a lot of work, can be a lot of fun, can also be a lot of stress, but it's, I don't know what it is. I just, I feel like I'm pretty uniquely qualified to be mixing up with those guys and coming up with ideas and, and trying to execute. So it's, it's, a, it's a lot of work, but it's also a lot of fun. And I hope y'all have been satisfied with the student council oh, yeah. output this we, year. We definitely have this year. Oh, yeah. It's been fun. Any, and, uh, any new things you want to tease on the pod coming up? Well, we got winter sports, uh, winter sports prep rally Ooh. coming up mm. on February mm. 2nd. And we got some ideas cooking, uh, for that already. Uh, yeah, don't want to, yeah. Don't, yeah, I don't know if I don't, want to tease don't it. Up, uh, don't, don't give, give us anything. Much. Yeah, mm-hmm. we want to be surprised. Okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you guys just have meetings and like come come up with this beforehand. Like we talked to Luke and uh, Kyle in the first episode of the season, and yeah, they said like they went on retreats and before the school year planning stuff out. Oh yeah, we yeah. do a planning workshop. So yeah, how's uh, at the, the end of how's summer? How's that go? It's really involved. Huh? Like you're the only, are you like the only adult in the room? That's just <laughs> well, no, no, no. I wouldn't <laughs> trying to balance. That's against up. protocol. It's against protocol. <laughs> no, yeah. So uh, I've Come always on, had I've, I've always had a co-moderator. Uh, it had been um, y'all remember? So my first co-moderator with student council was Miss Wynn. You remember her? She taught physics no. and, and well, math. Yeah, uh, I, I do. I do remember it, actually. Okay. And then, so she. Oh yeah. yeah. So, pe- so people always said that there's there's only about a three three to four year shelf life for being student council moderator. So <laughs> I'm just kind of breaking the you mold and not, and not yeah. going anywhere uh, when that. Re- so after a few years, she no longer wanted to be moderator. That's when Mr. Bain's father, Mr. B, stepped mm. up oh, to okay. the fold. And so he and I were uh, moderated student council for a while. And you know I thought that dream was going to last forever, but then you know golf team. Wow. Came a knock in. All and, good and, things you know, must if, end. if there's one thing that Mr. Bain's father <laughs> likes more than student council, I guess it's golf. So So who's uh, And maybe the Pelicans as well. Yeah, who's who's elevated now? So my current co moderator is Mr. Lynn. Oh, okay. So how's that so been? We're, we're keeping in the social studies department, I guess, you know, and smooth transition there. It's been great. Yeah. Uh you know, you'd have to ask him how much uh <laughs> <laughs> if if it was everything he thought it would be or, or the level of work or things like that, but We've been seeing eye to eye on pretty much everything, and and so so yeah. So starting it with workshop, it's me, Mr. Lynn, uh, Mr. Arillion, our student activities director, Matt Arillion, not to be confused with Coach Jono. Uh, <laughs> so Mr. Matt Arillion, what something comes, but but primarily it's it's me and Mr. Lynn and the nine eboard guys. Uh, we were at uh, one of their camp in in Bay St. Louis, mm-hmm. and it's. You know, we'll have some free time here or there, but primarily it is a lot of right planning, us and a whiteboard. And all right, let's brainstorm. You know, let's have some let's have some ideas. We have we'll have our calendar and all the we have, it's called a major major tasks list that'll include things like welcome week, back to school dance. You know, which they rebranded this year, so that was something right, that yeah. came up that and nice. discussed at uh, at at workshop. Um, all the teenage mutant ninja turtle stuff got thought yeah. of and finalized there you know that <laughs> so that's all before school year even hits yeah so are you just there to like make sure they don't go off the rails and let them just discuss with each other or are you also there to like throw in some ideas i mean sometimes i can't help yeah. myself right? yeah uh, uh i think i'm pretty good at that yeah uh, i can you know it depends you know I, I i don't i don't try to force feed anything or you know it's usually best when the the general idea happens among them you know like mm-hmm. 
Like I like to say, like, look, if y'all bring me cold, I'll help you to shape it into a diamond. Mm. That's one of, that's, that's one wow. of the ways that I, Write that I look that down. At. Write that down. <laughs> uh, this past year, and I think they talked about it on the pod, it was a little different because uh, my five-year-old actually came up with the yeah. Ninja Turtle. Uh, he, did, or, yeah. he was the, he was the, <laughs> the jumping up point uh, from that. So I guess that was technically a Genevieve's idea. Though it, it, it was. was keep, keep I think he has a future. I think he has a future. <laughs> yeah, perhaps, <laughs> perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you also mentioned you are part of the Sports Analysis Club. Indeed, yes. So, yeah, talk about it. Okay, so, all right, so... The way student council functions is so it starts then and then typically every every Monday or every first day of the week, uh, we have an e-board meeting uh, just to just kind of come up with things. Um, not every week, maybe every other week or so. Then we have the general student council meeting, you know, which is typically on Tuesdays. Uh, I reserve Thursdays, second half of lunch for sports analysis club, which is, you know, it's a lot of a lot of people accuse it of being the sports gambling club. <laughs> Whoa! Um, what's, go- what's going on? How to get that reputation? Yeah, no idea. No idea. <laughs> it's a sports analysis club, okay. uh, which, in my head, was always. I, I've. Are y'all familiar with the ESPN program? Pardon the interruption. Yeah. My favorite show for twenty years now. Uh, I've watched it ever since I was at Jesuit. In college, I would schedule classes around. Wow. Uh, the four <laughs> thirty time slot. Wow. Because. Uh, uh, Michael Wilbon, Tony Kornheiser of the Washington Post, their their show. Yeah, I mean, it's actually a really great talk, show. Talk yeah. about like you know a crafted diamond. That's essentially what party eruption is. So it's just two guys talking about sports. And they have the rundown of the topics mm-hmm. on the right of the screen. There's a bell that keeps them on task, and you got to do it. And that's essentially how I envisioned and liked the club to function. Except instead of two people talking to one another, it's, it's a classroom of guys. Yes. Um, but we'll have topics that we want to hit. We have a commissioner uh, and a deputy commissioner, a sergeant at arms. So, you know, so we, have, <laughs> we have these appointed positions that try to help things uh, planned and, and run. Uh, and and so yeah, every week. So right now, it's a lot of NFL playoff talk. Yeah, and always going to be talking Pelicans. Uh, yeah, they're a little bit of a course. heater right now, so it's kind of fun to talk about them. Sometimes there's you know darker times. That, yeah. Talking Definitely. about the Saints, we so, so we're pretty that. we're pretty Saints Pelicans centric, uh, and yeah, it, that's that's essentially the club. So and it's yeah, it's a good way. It's just a it's a, it's a pure just sort of enjoyment thing. So it's my way to kind of decompress from any of the guidance counseling or student council stress. <laughs> yeah, your sports talk out there. Yeah, I've thoroughly enjoyed the club when I have time to go. Yes, and, and join it. But yeah. I think anyone should join it. If, you, if you're just interested in sports, want to get to know some other guys. Yeah, so typically, I mean, always check announcements like with any other club, right. but I mean, we, we're typically every Thursday, second half of lunch. Yeah, so let's talk about some sports. Like, give, give us your take on uh, the playoffs right now. You know, it, it, it's hard to start talking about the playoffs without acknowledging that the Buccaneers were in the Saints. Right, yeah. Could have been positioned. And, and just like, what what a... If, if, as if the season couldn't be even more disappointing, the fact that we would have hosted a team like the Eagles who were just begging to be beat. We, for, I, I believe we would have beaten them. Absolutely. That, no, they no, were oh, so bad. It would, it would have been no doubt. Yeah. I mean, look, I know it, it, things don't always work out this way in sports, mm-hmm. uh, but, you know, the transference, like, oh, this team A beat team B, therefore teams it. But, mm-hmm. I mean, what did we do to the Buccaneers in a game that they were trying to win two weeks ago? And then, you know, we 
the Saints beat them handily. Yeah, um, they had no offense, nothing. Mm-hmm. And uh, man, yeah, if we just beat the Packers, we just hold that lead in the fourth quarter. Yep, we're talking about a different different season. Yes. So yeah, interesting, yeah. right? So now a lot of the yeah now Buccaneers this week are going this week's buzz Detroit. is oh wow Baker Mayfield in the Bucks oh wow Jordan Love in the Packers. Meanwhile, what are we doing? Looking for a new offensive coordinator and. We still have Dennis Allen as the head coach. Indeed, we do. Yes, yeah. but uh, who you think is gonna go to the Super Bowl and give us your Super Bowl predictions? Uh, I guess my Super Bowl prediction would be Niners over. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna think about I'm gonna I'm gonna put some good good vibes out for the people of Buffalo. I'm gonna say Bills Ooh. over Niners mm. in the Ooh. Super Bowl. Really, you have them yeah. all going all the Interesting. way. Interesting. Now I do. Yes, me. I got the <laughs> Niners. Over the Ravens, I just I think they 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 it's been long they've been cooking, and I think this is the year they really need to cash in on that Super Bowl. But I it's a fair but, assessment. Yeah, I think those are the two best teams in the league. Mm-hmm. I think Buffalo they've been hot right now. Yeah, they have my brooding interest. Yeah. I'm old enough to remember the the Bills of the '90s and yeah. their four consecutive Super Bowl losses and. You know, just sort of the... Yeah, I don't know how they, it's a they've tough, handled it's a tough, it. Right. You yeah. just have a soft spot for them, though. Yeah, soft spot. So, yeah. so they have my rooting interest. Uh, in the NFC, the Niners just seem like the Death Star, and I don't see anybody being able to compete with them. No. Mm. I, um, I hope the Lions can do, uh, can win this, uh, beat Buccaneers, and then at least get to the NFC Championship. But if they go over, I'm completely happy with them mm-hmm. going all the way. Yeah, hopefully that's a fun game. Yeah. Niners-Lions. Yeah, which hopefully. seems... I mean, that would be very insane. likely. Yeah. And then uh, Pelicans right now, we're doing pretty well. Fifth in the West. Yeah. That's good. On a bit, bit of a heater, yeah. I'm, I'm happy to see the Pelicans actually succeeding and not falling. Me too. You know, it, it's, it's, it's tough being a Pelicans fan, though. It really is. It's like, you, you always kind of, well, I, I shouldn't speak for everybody, but for me at least, you it's you always can't, guarded. You can't you know, boast your optimism, too much. Your, yeah, optimism, no. your optimism and your hope, you just have to – Hold it close. Yeah, don't and, hold and, 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 and you know, there, there's too much. There's there have been so many, so many disappointments and just shattering experiences as as a Pelicans fan that you know you never you never want to make yourself believe that much. But you know it's part of being a fan. It really guess. is. Yeah. And so yeah. a lot of me is going to be talking myself into as this keeps going, buying more and more in. All right, can we be a top four in the West? Uh, and then. Once you're, once you're there, you know, you're hosting. I mean, anything can happen. Yeah, it's true. Hope I they, think hope they like stay the, healthy. Yeah. Is Jordan Hawkins is a problem. And oh, he's man, great. that dude's good, yeah. He's been looking, you know, I think that he's going to, the front office is really going to have to figure out what to do with him because he's playing like, and I'm sure thinking like, I deserve to be a starter in this league. Oh, definitely, man. It's true. Dude's been going crazy. And yeah. we just, we have so many playmakers on the team. Mm-hmm. And that's why I saw Kira got traded. It's just, you can't, you can't be like handing all that. No, yeah. all those all those people on the same roster. Mm-hmm. Uh, not sure if this has already been said, but I just read a tweet calling Trey and Hawkins the Archangels. Oh, oh, all the right. Archangels. Archangels. So, Trey Hawkins. I mean, <laughs> 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 uh, I mean, that could also be a duo name, right? Uh, interesting. What do y'all think of that? You heard it here first on the Ten Minute Break podcast. <laughs> yeah, breaking breaking news: breaking a new news. nickname for our two favorite shooters on the team, Trey Murphy and Jordan Hawkins, the Arc A R C Angels. I like it. That's a I, just, I like. It. That's I just a love solid that, name. That creativity. Now, now you have to start them. 
like you have to start them with then with then yeah when the pelicans nba um <laughs> team <laughs> they never really listen to this they'll be like oh of course we have to right this is the most popular podcast in the world <laughs> <laughs> so what y'all think is Zion? man i'm just hoping he does not you know collapse after the all-star break just keep, i keep, think keep him keep him good he's, he's a, doing good right now he's an amazing great, player yeah. he could be like gen- generational good it's just he, i think he needs to lose more weight because the moment he loses a lo- like a tad bit more late weight he'll start not being injured all the time you know get that pressure off his knees his mm-hmm. legs because hey, back a in more high springy school, up there a little more pep in the stuff yeah. yeah back in high school college he was going crazy I mean, he, he was hitting, like, windmills, 360 dunks on, like, people in the court, like, mid-game. But, you know, now he's just, he's just, I don't know. He doesn't, he doesn't, his, yeah. He doesn't look like his form or so, but I think. He can just, still get there. Yeah. Though. That's the thing. He's young. I just want to get to the playoffs, and I, I believe we can, we can do a lot of damage if we just. When you have going. shooting like the Archangels, yeah. anything can happen in the playoffs. Anything can happen. Right. Anything can happen. <laughs> right. Again, you've heard that here first, <laughs> not anywhere else. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if any, anyone out there, you know, if they, <laughs> they want to share takes like this, Thursday is second half launch, room 231, Sports Analysis Club. Yeah, you can see Mr. Genovese if you have any questions. We got quarter yeah. zips now, too. So oh, An oh, official wow. club, yes. You mm-hmm. think we can uh, get some? Absolutely. Oh, you heard that, Jimmy? <laughs> Thursday, second half of lunch. Thursday, now. second half of lunch. That's yeah. right. Active members only. It's true. So speaking of, like, you know, movies and stuff earlier when you – you know, I was uh, when I walk into your room, I see La La Land. There's a lot of La La, Man, La, La, La Land merch yeah. in and my office. Yes. And that's it's one of my favorite movies. You know, it it's is definitely in the top too. twenty. Yes. Mm-hmm. Definitely in the top twenty. And uh, you know, it's it's a it's a great movie. Leaves you heartbroken at the end. It does. But, uh, it does. But yeah, just talk about like you know, your favorite movies. And well, look, we could we could we could start there. So uh, I have an affinity for that movie, and. When it was out in theaters and it was the Oscar buzz, so a lot of why there's La La Land stuff in my office is because of that re- retreat of that summer with that year's e-board. So the junior class president at the time, Dowen Fife and I, we shared a love for that movie, uh, <laughs> and none of, none of the other board saw it. And there's like La La Land, well, you know. <laughs> and so Dowen and I just made it a bit throughout that whole workshop to just constantly talk about it. And when and when, when we were like brainstorming ideas we would devise ways to turn anything we were talking about into a La La Land theme. <laughs> like, <we're welcome. laughs> uh, so, so it was just, a, it was just a run on bit that whole, that whole weekend. And from there, you know, sure enough, uh, homecoming dance comes around and one of the guys created that. So that's one of the things in my office. Yeah. We made a La La Land themed homecoming poster. Basically we just took the, yeah, the poster of La La Land and turned it into Homecoming Dance. You know, it's Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone dancing underneath the streetlight. You probably don't know what we're talking about, but never seen La La Land. Man, Jeremy, you need, I'm strong recommendation. Strong recommendation. Like well, uh, when I tell people that it's a musical, just so that they don't expect. Like, no, don't think it's just like some silly musical. Like it's ru- an amazing. It's actually an amazing movie mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. a great story. Emma sure. Stone, Ryan Gosling. Right. I went into it thinking, oh, it's just a musical. It's not going to... No. Yeah. I danced out of the like, movie theater that night. Really? Really. Mm-hmm. True story. With your wife? Absolutely. Like, was she, wife was she, yes. she likes him too, right? Oh, yeah, now she's of course. Not, okay. So if, it's you, not, if, yeah. if you see that movie and, and don't like it, I, I don't want to cast judgments on anybody. Right. But it's almost like... Something's wrong. 
You said it, not me. No. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to. Is say there that love? Is. is there love in your heart? Do you have a heart? You know, these kinds of questions come to mind. <laughs> but yes. Uh, so yeah, love love that one. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if we're doing like a top five thing or what. But I mean, obviously, like Just, I, yeah, I, you go, go on. I've always loved. I mean, movie guy growing up. Obviously, spent a handful of years working movie theater and seeing mm-hmm. everything new that came out. And I miss that time. You, you know what I dislike? Having to pay like fifty dollars to go. Dude, oh, that's true. The movies and so oh my god, yeah. it's like it's crazy for like just a popcorn and a drink. It's insane. Yeah, so, so it's it's hard, you know, reminis- you reminiscing on the days where yeah. yeah, yeah, everything was free for you. <laughs> yes, you've fallen for grace. Absolutely, everything. The popcorn, the and I've actually, you know, one of the gr- other awesome things about working at a movie theater is typically you'll get the you know you'll get the new movies delivered or you know now a lot of it's digital or whatever unlocked. But that's why. So we would do say like the big Avengers movie you know Avengers came out when I was working there so we got to watch that a night or two before like at midnight when it unlocked wow. before anybody else even sees it you know that was a regular wow. occurrence uh, that wow yeah, yeah so you, and you screens. had to keep it in some spoilers and stuff you just yeah, yeah sure yeah, yeah absolutely mm-hmm. but you watch it with like your co-workers and yes. stuff yeah mm-hmm. that's really cool there was one time when I was brave enough to I was closing by myself mm-hmm. and I was like, you know I feel like <laughs> watching this movie so I went up to the auditorium you know like I said I did that one time and just never again. Creep me out. Just what was the movie? Movie theater. I couldn't even tell you. Wow. Uh, was it a scary it, movie? No, but I was scared the entire time. So it was a weird. <laughs> <laughs> just a weird. Was probably, nothing, nothing scary about the movie, I'm sure. You're just, but just the just the constant. I can't remember the movie because I was just. Thinking, yeah. Did I hear something. <laughs> What's going on? Uh, <laughs> um, you know, proud that I was brave enough to do it once, but yeah, one and done. Never, never again. A movie theater is a big place. And dark place to just be by yourself for two hours. So yeah, no no movie would have been worth uh, seeing. Yeah, I don't know if I could have done that either. That's just too creepy. Yeah, yeah. I could have done it. You really? Yeah. All right, Jeremy. Tough guy. <laughs> I, I believe him. I believe him. Yeah. Thank, I thank believe you, it when Kennedy's. I see it. All right. Well, I'm not just gonna sneak into a, a movie theater and watch like break in. That's not very That's Jesuit. I'm a, of yeah. You. I was a licensed employee, Jeremy. This is a far cry from that. Yeah. <laughs> you're breaking. I, you're breaking a law in this scenario. That's what I'm saying. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> so obviously, I'm gonna. I'm gonna join the AMC, the Palace in the West Bank. Right. Climb the corporate ranks <laughs> until I own the movie theater and then do it. West Bank, Best Bank. Yeah, sure. There's a palace on the West Bank. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. On Manhattan. Hmm. Cool. <laughs> so yeah, like if you had to give us a quick like top three, because we we have like a segment on the show where we do top three favorite. Like my top three movies of all and, time. Yeah. If you just want to. Sure. Growing up. So like. Forrest Gump was always mm-hmm. uh, a big mm-hmm. favorite of mine. That's a good pick. That's um, one. Just one of the movies that I've seen the most. Uh, I would say I would say is up there. Um, definitely. Uh, I'm a big. And in fact, I actually think that. Oh, he's not even here anymore. <laughs> but uh, I, I lent this movie to Mr. Flores once upon a time. I wonder if he still has it. But. Movie you may not have heard of, but There Will Be Blood. Oh, man, I love Daniel that movie. Daniel Day-Lewis. Love yes. that movie. Oh, oh man. You, again, come on. <laughs> course, I mean, no. We shouldn't be surprised. Now, let's just have a conversation. I'll just sit over here, then. <laughs> yeah. um, so in the, in, the same, in the same year, that movie and No Country for Old Men, a Coen Brothers classic, came out. Uh, and so <laughs> No Country ended up winning the Oscar for Best yeah. Picture and kind of some of that. But... Having both of those movie in in the same year, uh, phenomenal. So that was amazing. Those, those yeah. are those are my clear top two movies of like the two thousands, and then when you know when you go back to like my 
90s and mm-hmm. 80s movies that I watched. So then it's kind of like a, a whole different sort of right. top three, I guess. But yeah, um, that's an amazing top three. I would take yeah. yeah, yeah. Jeremy has no clue to even how to process it because he has no clue what. Uh, I guess two of those movies are. And I'm sure yeah. you know Forrest Gump. Yeah, I love Forrest Gump. Of course. Yeah. Okay, so your homework is going to be for this weekend to watch La La Land, No Country for Old Men, and There Will Be Blood. Thank you, Mr. Hamden. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome because that's a yeah. great weekend. That's a, an amazing weekend. I'm, I'm jealous of you because he hasn't, he hasn't seen them. I'm jealous. Like, I wish I could rewatch them. I know people. what you mean. Yeah, I'm yeah. jealous too. To, to be able to experience those for the first time. All right. Especially La La Land. Oh, I'm, man. I'm, I'm, sorry, sorry, if, I'm sorry I'm making y'all jealous, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Mr. Genevieve, thank you so much for coming on. It was it's, a pleasure yeah. to have you. A sincere pleasure. You know, it was it was worth groveling for for all these years. Oh, yeah. And just, just happy to be a part of it. It was a fun interview. And, uh, yeah, hopefully we can have you back on. Yeah, I gave you all a lot yeah. of coal. I hope you turn it into a diamond. I told you guys, write that down. That's, that's an amazing <laughs> quote. Right, y'all take care. Thanks for having me. All right, thank you, thank Mr. Jeffries. All right, welcome to this week's top three. Yeah, it's Mardi Gras traditions. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we're getting we're trying to get into the Mardi Gras spirit. Um, so to do this, we're gonna hopefully have some Mardi Gras music in the background. Get that going. There we go. Huh? Now, now I'm so, in the mood. Sounds now like I'm we're walking the streets of New Orleans, right, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It does. So I guess I'll start off. Yeah. Start with some traditions. So, top three. So my three is gonna be king cake. Mm. And people might expect that to be higher, but I'm not too big on king cake. You're not a big sweets guy? I am, but something about, king, you know, I'm not crazy about it. Why? What's wrong with it? Don't get confrontational with me, Jeremy. This is my opinion. <laughs> well, I could be confrontational all at one if it's a really bad opinion. No, but, uh, I mean, if I personally course, love king cake. Oh, that's good. I, I, I'm happy people love it and enjoy it because, hey, when people. What's wrong bring, with king cake? Well, I'll, I'll get to that. But, like, when people bring it into class, oh, man, I'll, I'll happily eat that. So like, you're happy to scarf it down yes. when other people get it? No, it's it's okay if I buy it. Like, I'll buy it, but I'm not, like, urging for it, yearning for it. I'm not like, it's Mardi Gras season. I want to eat king cake every single day. I do. That's good. I'm happy, with, you know. But, uh, yeah, three. Three's good. That's high. What's wrong with king cake? Uh, maybe, maybe it's too sweet sometimes. Sometimes, you know. Uh, it's just, what's the king cake that you're getting? Oh, of, of class. Like, I don't know. Like, from where? Mm-hmm. Anywhere, man. You know, Antoine's. Anywhere you can. Yeah. Okay. You know, some, it, it, it's, it depends. Yeah, on it, like it really where you does. Get it. Sometimes you're getting like cardboard, straight cardboard. <laughs> uh, people, there, some people enjoy Walmart king cake, which is uh, teach their own. Yeah, right. I mean, me personally, it's just like pumpkin pie. I uh-huh. mean, if you get it, doesn't matter where it's from, it's still good. Yeah. Oh, right, I'm sure okay. there's some differences in quality, mm-hmm. but like, king cake's king cake. That's yeah. So like, when if anyone brings it in to class, oh man, I'm I'm yeah, you're, you're, yeah. you're happy to have it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, let's get into number two. Uh, that's gonna be the parades, you know. Hmm. And I'll hmm. S- I say that because uh, just it's everyone gets together and celebrates, and it can get a little bit rowdy. But <laughs> but it's it, Mardi it, Gras. It can get really rowdy. Very very rowdy. But it's Mardi Gras, you know. Right. Everyone I mean, it's together. a time to celebrate. Yeah. Time to go crazy. And uh, some of the the parade uh the floats. Everyone's working hard on those floats, and you know. Yeah, they're working, excited to show working it, really yeah. hard. Um, yeah. Throwing a bead. Yeah. 
but tough. Like just, no, it's ju- tough. But just making the floats, you know, that takes time. Little little moment to honor the, right. the soldiers. Yeah, and then everyone's every like fighting for the beads and uh, punching each other, and uh, <laughs> it's it's just no, crazy. It's, it's, crazy. it's like Black Friday, but but yeah, uh, I think it's fun, you know. Even though like there will be traffic if you're not attending that certain parade. Oh yeah. But but still, I think it's just it's a cool thing that we do here in New Orleans. Um, but yeah, I think I think you know if you know what the parades are. Yeah, you pretty much. You know where it. to go. Yeah, you, you know your spot. You know you can sit on the parade route for hours. Yeah, still have so much fun. And then uh, thing number one, I'm gonna go the Mardi Gras beads. Beads. Yeah. Really. And I'll explain to you why. Why? You know, as a kid, I never, you know, I didn't understand, you know, Mardi Gras. I just knew that was here. I thought that was like, thought it was everywhere. Yeah, but like the beads, man. I knew once I saw that. I knew. I, you know what I thought about Mardi Gras? That's the first thing I thought when I saw the beads. And when you walk through New Orleans, tell me what you see on the Oh, trees. it is really cool to see all the beads everywhere. Yeah, tell me. Like, I, I think that just represents our city so well. And, uh, yeah, I just, I think I think whenever I think Mardi Gras, just beads comes up. That's the first thing I it's think true. about. And what's the, what's the main thing at the parades? They, they are throwing They throw in the beads. Throw in other stuff, but mainly everyone loves collecting those beads. I mean, yeah, it's fun in the moment. You're like, wow, look, all my beads look so pretty. <laughs> But then, like, when you get home, you're like, oh, wow, I just have a bunch of plastic around my neck. Like, like in my attic, bro, I have, like, a bag, just multiple bags full of beads. True. And, I do, uh, too. Uh, yeah, at school, like, we would try to collect as many beads around our necks. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> back, they used to have bead drives back yeah. in all, uh, other school. So when we brought it in, like, the, the little kindergartens went around and their little made-up floats. Yeah, we did that. And too. they would they would toss us the beads. <laughs> I swear, by the end, I had maybe like 20 pounds around my neck. Bro, it was heavy, but it was rewarding. i tell you that. I work for those beads, yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, that would be my top three. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited. Let's, let's see what Jeremy's is. Um, Number three, I mean, I guess it's not really a tradition. But, like, yeah, I mean, getting together and going out to the uh, braid floats. It's like Mardi Gras isn't specific to New Orleans. But mm-hmm. when you think of Mardi Gras, New Orleans comes to mind. And it's just, it's... Uh, overall like special feeling to be there and it's like why why would i want to want go out and have fun yeah you know it's something new and uh it's always it brings good spirit good cheer overall great times so just going out hanging out with friends i'd say yeah i think that's the best part about it yeah and no it, yeah number two I, I would put king cake number two like i i try to be a big advocate for king cake yeah i think uh we need more king cake specific diets <laughs> you know uh, if more people ate it um we'll be a better species because of it really i think that's that's the missing key to transcend <laughs> to a higher reality of humanity is everyone's eating king cake every day so here's the question what's your uh two favorite kinds of you know there's different kinds of king cake and it seems like you're very well versed in the king cake <laughs> It's hard to pick, man. Yeah, it's it really is. I mean, I guess. Hmm. I would just have to go like original. Original. Yeah. Original, yeah. just like that's keep a, it simple. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Keep it good. I'm not too much into the, the like the cream cheese. If you type, go, yeah, yeah. If you go too fancy, you straight off the, the right. beaten path. Nah. It just doesn't make sense at a certain point. I saw a post on Instagram. It was, it was like a. I saw a post on Instagram. It was like a uh, mufalada. 
Oh, but it was a king, king yeah. cake, like top, like on top. It was like a sandwich. Really? It was the most disgusting thing that is, I've ever seen. <laughs> that's, oh my god. Yeah. Uh, I Wait. Was appalled. So it was it was two king cakes as the bread. Yeah. And it had the same like Italian meats, the yeah, olive salad, it. everything inside it. Yeah. It it was very disgusting. And the melted cheese. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god! And it, that is an abomination. It's something that rouses if you want it that badly. If you're, <laughs> I mean, I might have to go like try it out. I'm not. You know, I'm like, not. you can you can come back. You and You take us. like one bite, you might drop dead. Yeah, that's just too many calories. <laughs> I'm not even just the taste alone. Ugh. It's gonna like w- could wake someone up from yeah. a coma. I don't know. That's just I had to bring that up. But uh, carry on with your number one. Wow. Jeremy. I mean, I'm I'm still appalled still- from <laughs> <laughs> the, the the king cake muffalata. We're gonna have to look it up afterwards. I might have to go get one. Yeah, I, I mean, Jeremy, if you could try it and tell us on the next episode. Yeah, I'm, I might bring it on for the show. Yeah, do it, man. That'd do be it. nice. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> All right, yeah, number one is, yeah, the parades. I mean, yeah. I guess going out with friends and parades is like kind of the same thing, but still, I mean, the different um, variety you have whenever you wanna go. Mm-hmm. I mean, each parade, borderline maybe like the same thing but there's different themes there's different like feelings different spirits different places that you're going to it's just no no one parade's the exact same yeah yeah i i I agree with that statement and uh yeah i like your top three you know but we i know we disagreed on the last episode with our top three we almost started fighting each other but this one try to this one was you know try to just relax yeah because it's it's festival it's carnival season right man can't go wrong it's time to celebrate yeah. yeah but yeah that was our top three and uh yeah let us know what you guys think and yeah all right so that's gonna do it for this episode what'd you think jeremy i mean i thought it was a really great episode i had fun making it yeah trying to get back into it you know after two weeks of not just being in front of this mic yeah it's I mean, been too it, long. It, t- it takes me back yeah so yeah you know if, if y'all out there like i said if y'all have any suggestions for the student spotlight Make sure to comment on the new Blue Jay website. Yeah, any feedback, just, yeah, comment. Comment away. Yeah. It's your, it's if your it's freedom. good, tell us. If yeah. it's terrible, maybe keep that to yourself, but yeah. Yeah, feel free. <laughs> and, yeah, we, uh, we're we excited for this semester and to finish off the podcast strong for this year. So, yeah, that was uh, episode five. Thank you for tuning in. And uh, go Jays. <laughs>